Acts 11.38 says, Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Hey, it's Coley, and welcome to episode 13 of Still With You. I am so glad you're here, and today I am so excited to introduce basically the friend who inspired me to start podcasting. Her name is Stephanie Lynn, and she is the host of Good Good Talks. This is a podcast that got me into loving podcasts and learning that I had a voice, and Stephanie has blessed me in so many ways, and she's getting ready to kick off season three of her podcast that will be coming out in a week. I wanted to introduce you all to her so that way you all can go support Good Good Talks and listen to all the awesome things that she's putting out. So please enjoy my conversation with my sweet California friend, Stephanie Lynn. So good to hear from you again. It feels like it's been forever. It really has. I can't even remember the last time that we talked was whenever... I interviewed you. Was that in December, early January? I don't know. I feel like it was, maybe it was January. For some reason, I was thinking it was in the fall. Yeah, because you were part of season two. Yeah, so I am, so- oh, oh, look at you. So appropriate. You have your cup of joe. And it's Friday. Oh my gosh, cup of joe Friday. I've never I been a part of this in your world. I feel so honored. <laughs> One of the many reasons why you just like inspired me because you love coffee so oh much. Thank you so much, by the way, for doing this. Like, thanks for making time for me to do this. I know how crazy busy you are with work. Oh my gosh, no. I was just praying about it yesterday of like, I think I've only been on one other podcast. So I think it's a... Kirsten's? Kirsten's? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's so fun to reach out to people and get to interview people and have them like respond back of like, oh my gosh, you know, whether it's my best friend or whether it's someone that I look up to and whether it's Instagram or like an author or something. But I feel like it's like just 12 stuff. I don't know. To be on the other side of the mic is really fun because something I don't get to do often, but I'm just really honored to. So thank you for Oh my gosh, yeah. No, I've got so many questions for you. So first of all, I think that we should just kind of give a little brief intro to you because you have been one of the crucial, (laughs) if not the person to like encourage me that everyday people can do a podcast and you can do it well because you do it so well. I love good, good talks. And could you just share a little bit about yourself? I know you're living in Southern California. Can you tell me, because just for even us, I need to catch up on what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So I'm from Illinois and I moved to California two years ago, pretty much around this time. Yeah. So right now I live in Orange County. I am applying to be a full-time teacher. So that was an educationalist. So you got it during that time. Good, good talks kind of just came out of like, I used to blog and that used to kind of be just my way of processing things. Then I think it was, I just listened to podcasts a lot whenever I was driving to and from like visiting friends or visiting my boyfriend in college. I went to college in Indiana. So like four and a half hours of driving. So that kind of like, I don't know, I don't want to say birth the idea because I don't really like that birth work but it kind of did so um, it spurred the idea out here it just yeah started and here I am like it's a year of good good talks it's crazy I didn't find out about you through your blog I had the wonderful experience of following you on Instagram which was basically like a tv show every day with (laughs) you because you're so so happy all the time and and you're real very real about what is always going on so I was always following your stories 
And it was right when I moved to Pensacola and you were talking about building community and all of this good stuff. And I was like, this girl is really awesome. I was drawn to you like by all the stuff you were talking about with the Lord. So when you said that you were going to start a podcast, I was like, I'm in. I am so in. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So when did you start following me then? Was I still in Illinois or was I? No, I lived in California. You were in California. But okay. I think you would okay. just move there. It wasn't, yeah. it was when you lived in, with Allie. Because we found out you love the Cardinals, like grew up in Missouri. Yeah, yeah we're but both we from the Midwest. Didn't find out that connection until after. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And I was shocked. It. I was shocked that you were from the Midwest. I thought that you were yeah. California, born and raised, and everything. So. Wow, appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. So let's give a little timeline here for our audience. So, Good Good Talks launched May 2017. That's what season one. You just wrapped up season two this past March. Now we are anxiously anticipating for season three. I feel like I've not heard from you in forever. I'm waiting. I am so stoked for season three. So stoked. So tell Um, everyone a little bit about the podcast so that way they will... They, they can know what they're getting into. Okay, I feel like it's such a broad thing because... So it's literally just called Good Good Talks because from, like I said before, I listen to podcasts so often that I just felt like I was entering into people's conversations, whether it was... I mean, a lot of it started out as like sermons, but then I started figuring out, oh, podcasting isn't just sermons, you know, recorded on Sundays and then posted later on. So just like being able to sit within other people's conversation, be in that and grow and learn. I love conversation. I love just chatting with people one-on-one. I mean, that's like, that's where I grow the most is being able to sit like this with someone. And so I think just podcasting gave that outlet, just gave me an excuse to record my conversations in a way. Good, good just came from scripturally. I felt like 2017, I wasn't someone that like had like a word for the year. I kind of thought that was kind of cheesy. I think it really gives a whole lot of good perspective, good focus, but the Lord can show so much under just one word. Mm -hmm. So the word was good. Actually, I'm going to show you this pillow I just, I got, like, during the season. I got it from... Yes, I love it. It says do good. Yes. So, do good was kind of, like, my saying that I kind of just held on to. And then Target came out that pillow. I was obsessed with it. The songs, Good, Good Father, and then King in My Heart, that says good, good within it. Just kind of those songs, as well as reading through scripture, the word good just kept coming out. Just, like, kind of, like popping off the page. I was even like practicing for our interview yesterday of like, I, I really think the number one thing for me is that the words good, good together is kind of like the sweetness of like a really enjoyable, joyful, not necessarily like always great bubbly, but like just true, full, authentic conversation. And so that's kind of just what I hope good, good talks can bring. Why I say it's so broad is because like, there's not like a, we have to talk about this, this or this. I mean, I just ask you those questions like, how did we meet? What do you celebrate? Celebrating, and honestly, I don't even, I haven't done those convert those questions in a long time. What was the other one? What are you celebrating? What do you want to punch in the face? What do you want, what do you want to punch in the face? That was the one I added mm-hmm. for season two. Things just conversation, right? And so for this new season, I'm so freaking stoked because I want to say it was like, I got this idea for the name of it. You're giving your season a name? Yes, but it's still under good, good talks. Right, like okay. Tell me, tell me know? about this, yeah. I just realized like it's coming to life. Like I haven't, 
I guess it was March when mine ended, and that was so abruptly that it kind of was like, oh, crap. Okay, well, I, like, I still have, like, two or three interviews I never put out because my computer just, like, crashed on me. So I didn't, I wasn't, like, really prepared for season two to end. But with this season, like, it's been kind of this idea of celebrating women and focusing on how we can be a community of women, encouraging one another, pushing each other, rather than looking at someone's life and saying, I wish I was in their shoes, or I wish I was doing this or that. So this next season is, like, subtitle, I guess, under Good Good Talks would be Grit It Girl, to where, like, this word grit, I feel like, um, before I started my podcast, do you know Hannah Brincher? I feel like I've asked you this before. You, inter- well, not person to person, but introduced me to her work. So, yes, she does okay. the, um, uh, well, the letters. Yeah, so she has, like, so much. She just came out with a book I haven't read yet. I went to a friend's college about a year and a half ago for a conference, and it was called Women of Grit. And so just talking about, like, women, I mean, the word grit means, like, passion, courageous, like, pushing through, persevering kind of thing. And so I loved that slogan of, like, women of grit, of being able just to, like, I don't know. I think it says a lot of a woman to be able to stand up and push through things because I think women have more walls and barriers to break down than, I don't know, and even, like, whether it's culturally, but then also, like, ethnically, racially, whatever that is, there's more in that side of it. But anyway, that idea kind of came from that, and so I kind of, like, sat on that for I love a year. it. I love it. And within conversations I've had with a few of my friends out here, just talking about, like, culturally, it's so ingrained for women just to, like, judge and compare and not be the number one fan for their yeah. people. And I'm even feeling that within my friendships right now. And so it's like very much teaching me how to step back and not be bitter and not be jealous. And I mean, there's, there's gonna, you're gonna feel those things like we're people, but being able to like sidestep that or just like completely overcome it and celebrate one another. But then the whole grit it comes in of like, every one of us has our own specific season that we're going through. I was even talking to my college friend yesterday about this main thing of like, I'm in the season where I get to travel a lot and I get to go do things. So we all have our seasons and my friend was talking to me about how like, wow, this looks so cool. Like, I love that you're getting to do this. And and I even posted about it on Instagram last night. Like My heart is just, I just know what it feels like. And I mean, it's a daily thing of comparing and being able to look at someone and say, well, they're married and they're doing this and I'm not. Well, she's traveling and I am sitting here on my day off, like not even doing anything. I'm a lazy bum. Like all these things, like just comparing and lives being built up where my season is my season. And I'm not saying like, stop looking at me, like stop. I don't want it to come across that way at all. Like, I think it's more of like where I am is where I am, where you are is where you are. And we're all gritting it in a different way. Yes. to celebrate each other in that. Yeah. Where, like, I just interviewed my friend Maddie, who's going to be the first person for the season. What did she say? It was something about, like, gritting it, gritting it emotionally. There's so much that we're just doing in this young adult age. I mean, I didn't say this, but I'm 24, and I'm single, just trying to figure out what it means to desire marriage, but also, like, be single and flourish in that, but then also be 24 and, like, I don't know, not take life too seriously, but also share the love of Christ. So, like, there's, like, all these different things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and emotionally, it can be a lot. Just talking about how we're all grading it in different ways and how to celebrate that rather than seeing, like, okay, well, they're doing this or I'm doing that. Because I'm just, like, really... I'm just really sick and tired of our culture telling us that we need to be jealous of other people and that we need to be this way or that way. I think it's whatever I'm interviewing. We have to start with this, like, okay, I have to find my full identity and my full joy and person, whether it's whether you believe or not. Like, for me, it's in Christ and being able to find that, um, what's the word? Like, I'm, like, blanking. 
blanking on the word right now. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> That's okay. Being able to, I can't, it's like literally on the tip of my tongue. Is it just, just like, like being able to be content or? Yeah, content or like confident. That's Confident, confident okay, good. We have to get there first before we can teach others to do that. Like I think, I think that we still can teach truth and speak truth to other people for that. But I think for me, you know, I have senior girls in my life group and like I want to teach them so badly to be confident in themselves and confident in who they are in the Lord and all of these things and to go persevere and push through in their own things. But like, I have to believe that myself first. So this season is literally kind of like a constant reminder for myself to be like, nope, nope. Like you're going to believe this. You're going to celebrate people so that I can teach women whether it's my age younger than me or even like thinking about myself as a teacher, like wanting so badly to be a model for my students and that. I'm really stoked for it to come out. I I literally have been getting chills because I started really like intense six week Bible study. And so the Lord has really been just like within like the past five days, just been like stirring up some stuff. And I kid you not yesterday, what I wrote down was something that I'm giving up and trying to have a different attitude about because it was all about like weeding out like bad attitudes. And it was my competitiveness with other women. I honestly am feel even guilty saying that because I am such an advocate for friendships and encouragement and lifting each other up no matter where we're at. And I am the first one to to fall to that competitiveness of someone who looks better than I do or who's more successful, has more education and feel that jealousy. Totally. Well, and that's exactly where yeah. I'm like, I was at my Bible study that I just started a couple weeks ago. I stood there on Monday, and one of the questions was, was like, what is the Lord teaching you, and then why is he teaching you, kind of, and why? And one of my things is, I mean, I told you this, like, friendships-wise and relationally-wise, I'm learning a whole lot. It's been hard, and I told them, I was like, I'm learning, I'm literally seeing the ugliest side of my heart when I am starting a freaking podcast about celebrating women yeah like it's I'm in that competitive stage I'm in that like and that's hard for me like if I'm going to speak things to people I need to be that way I mean that's my personality and like a it's a very strong I have to be this way or that kind of thing um have you taken the Enneagram yes what are you on the Enneagram I'm a seven okay I'm all about the good times (laughs) <laughs> you shocked me when you told me that you were a one because because I thought you were a seven. But then I I I realized that I'm in the pattern of believing everyone's sevens because I'm you know we're all here for this life of yeah. the party thing, party life, you yeah. know. And no, um, not everyone's sevens. <laughs> no, not everyone is. I know. I think I like. I feel like there's like three or four numbers that I know really well, and so I'm like boom, boom, boom. This is what people are. When like no, everyone's different. No, honestly, <laughs> it's like it's so funny. I'm even thinking about going to high school camp next week I, I'm, I'm a rule follower I totally mm-hmm. am but it's in different ways to where if I'm a leader I'm gonna break all the rules like I'm stoked to be a leader and yeah. not give a crap about anything <laughs> yes. like, that's such a funny thing because it's so not my personality but it is but yeah my one personality is very much like if I'm speaking something to you I better be doing that so if yeah. I'm like saying be confident in yourself find your identity lord or whatever I'm trying to speak truth to you if I'm not doing that myself it's hard for me to say anything if it's not my truth then I can't can't say it so it's even Instagram is kind of hard for me of like I don't know I always want to I'm not a pessimistic person but I definitely want people to understand of like okay I may be doing this this and this but like 
there's a lot of crap still in my life, and I don't want you to see the good, the bad, and the bad. Like, they kind of even each other out for me, so I don't know. So I'm kind of that person of, well, remember, like, that one time, or remember how, like, bad that sucks? Like, I kind of, I don't know. I'm not pessimistic, like I said, but that's what ones are, and I kind of see that in myself of, like... I always kind of hold back the good to make sure people see, like, nope, there's some bad in this. Like, make sure you see that before. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, though, and that's one of the things that I feel like people are drawn to you by is because you, to some extent, are just an open book. And I know you've even discussed that not everyone is an open book, and that's okay, but you seem to be very open with what's happening, even on a daily basis of how things change, because that's, that's what, that's how God works. Things are not always the same week by week. They're like minute by minute. I think that that is why people are drawn to you. That's why I was drawn to you with Good Good Talks, because I was like, okay, here's someone who's actually giving me substance and not putting on an act. I remember you telling me that whenever we, I first interviewed you, because that's the number one thing that I want to come across for anything of mine. Like if my, if it's coming across as I'm this perfect person, then I needed to shut down everything because that's not at all my heart (laughs) for any of it. And it's, it's so crazy, but the more real you have, you know, laid out your life for people to see, the more beautiful it is. I remember saying that it's like when I first saw your Instagram page, it was like vibrant life. I think because you are so like willing to obey God in that calling of that, hey, like people are going to know a little bit more about me and that's okay. I'm so thankful that you are willing to obey that even though that is like airing out your dirty laundry sometimes. No, thank you. That means the world. So So reflecting on season two because like season two was awesome. I was like, I mean, season one was great, but you had some like really big name people come interview like Jamie Ivey. Like, can you tell me some of your most (laughs) memorable moments of like season two or something that stood out to you? Yeah, here's the thing, is I read through the questions right before, right? And I read that question, and I was like, holy crap, I don't even know if I remember season two, because it ended so abruptly. Right. Well, can I jog your memory? Can I tell you a few names, then you can just make a comment? You totally can, and then I'm looking through them right now. Yeah, I think this one was probably, probably the rawest for me. Maybe not. I just know that there's a lot of them I cried on, yeah. and that may have been all of them. Yeah, the first season was a lot of people that I knew, because that's kind of what built it up of, okay, here's all my mentors. I really wanted to have my parents on, but I don't know if you feel this way of, like, sometimes when you're super close to people, it's actually a little bit harder. Oh, yes. Interview. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm nervous to interview my mom. Like, it makes me, like, I don't know, even I could talk to her all day long, but once I put the mic in between us, I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I interview some of my friends where it's like, if I'm not careful, I'll tell their story for them. And yes. so I have to say and remind myself and even say on the microphone, okay, I'm going to ask you some questions. I already know the answer. I know the background, yes. but do yeah, share. Totally. I, I, I totally yeah. get what no, you mean, though. That's good, I need, and I need to do that, of like, mom, tell people who you are, because I know who you are. Yeah, so I guess, like, I'm looking through, holy moly. So in between my interviews, I have chit chats, and that's honestly my most favorite thing, but I may not be doing it for the first part of season three, because I'll be traveling. My favorite thing is that, because then I get to just, like, air out all my crap. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's good though it's not crap it really is not for for me like I realized not having my podcast this last few months has been so hard because I haven't been processing that way right but my last one I'm looking at had my friends Kenzie and Maddie on it and that was so fun Jamie was super fun my gosh 
you, and then we have my friend Molly from home. Oh my gosh, yeah. Her and I have exchanged messages a few times when when we post about who's watching the Cardinal game. Yes! I I eventually would love to have her on the show because she just seems so... Well, she's a seven, so I mean... Yeah. She was on my list of, like, one of the people I was thoroughly entertained by. I thought she was great. Yeah, oh my gosh, I love that. I know, and I don't even know her that well. That was so fun to get to talk with her, and then, like... We also have so many random connections with our old church home in Illinois, Mm -hmm. so that was super fun. I don't know. Season two was kind of short-lived. I wish it could have gone a little bit longer now that I'm looking at it. You, Um, It was so impactful, though. This may seem so minimal to anyone else, but when you were talking with Jesse Pepper, one of the (laughs) things that you all were talking about was Instagram, and you said, sometimes I feel like I have this pressure to, you know post and do stories because I want to promote myself. Correct me if I'm misquoting this, but she was like, you shouldn't feel that pressure. You know, do it if you want to, but don't, you know, kind of let that set. Like, don't force it. I just like kind of took that to heart. I've been starting this process of like, what does it look like when I promote myself as a podcast or like, how am I want to do this? It was such kind of just like a release of like, okay, you know what? If I don't post... A darn thing this week. That's okay. Yeah. No, I'm Whether totally you're hosting a podcast or not, like we don't. Mm-hmm. It's it's a. She gave me a freedom that I was like, okay. Yeah, it's good to hear those words because I think we think it, we know it, but then there's still that pressure, right? Yeah. So how, once I know you're okay, it's like okay, fine, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's she's so successful to too. She's like super successful from. Yeah. Yeah, like owning your own business, like having, she has two podcasts now. Yeah, she's freaking incredible. Yeah, and so I was just like, I'm good, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, I'm actually, I've, I emailed her about this next season because I would love to have her on for this one. Of, I feel like every person that I've gotten a chance to talk with, we've talked about being able, like whatever season you're in, being able to celebrate one another. I feel like there's been a little bit of that with the converse or the question of like, what are you celebrating? And just the fact of like, we're all, I'm interviewing mostly women. I think the only mm-hmm. person that was a guy was my brother. I'm pretty sure it was the only person that was. But I'm excited to have that the main focus. And especially for Jessie, she has worked really hard to be with her business. And just like one thing that's coming to mind, she sells handmade silk dresses here made in the United States. But the sizes aren't small, medium, and large. They're like crescent, full, and something else. Like it doesn't, there's no shame in it, right? Yeah. It's just like, this is your body and love who you are. And that was her thing of creating a dress that can fit with any body type so I'm stoked to have her on and chat with her about it she's all about it she's great I don't know season two I think if I want to say anything about it it was short-lived and I miss it and I wish I could go back at the same time it was a lot of new people and that was fun to be able to like get to meet you and there's a lot of someone that I met in Santa Barbara when I visited Allie when they used to live there I almost moved to Santa Barbara I don't even know if I explained this in the podcast but I almost moved to Santa Barbara with them and then we ended up moving to Temecula instead so I met this girl in that when I visited them in Santa Barbara and we just stayed connected and she has such a heart. She's a teacher, says such a heart for young adults. She's been so incredible and just encouraging me. And so it was really fun to actually sit down and talk with her, you know, and Mm -hmm. then sit down and talk with you, sit down and talk with Jamie, just people that you have little conversations with, but not like a full on thing. Katie Ballmer was another episode I was blown away by. I I thought that her perspective of college sororities was so good. Like, I oh, loved yeah. it. I was thrilled to listen to that one. I was actually thinking about her yesterday of, like, I don't know the sorority life whatsoever. Me neither. Uh-huh. 
And so it's such like a totally different perspective for me to sit and hear her story of, but she's so right. I know friends that are in sororities. I know friends that don't go to colleges that have those big, I don't know, they just like, it seems like there's something always going on in a sorority, but I love of using that platform as a way to like the greater good. Yeah. It created a whole new perspective of that, that even that the sorority women were the ones who came up with like putting pineapples on t-shirts. They have a lot of influence. It's like, I just love that you had her on the show. She reached out to me. It was awesome. That is amazing. That is really, really cool. I was going to say my friend Allie that I had on, another friend Allie that I had on, she was like in a Christian sorority within her school and Katie reached out to her because she thought she was the one on the internet, like the person that had good, good talks. So she reached out to Allie and I was like, no, actually. So I loved that. I don't know. Like I said, it was a perspective. I never, I never probably would have reached out to her because that's not connect with that in a way, but at the same time, it allowed me to merge our ministries, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So with that being said, there is no limit. You have no boundaries in this question. If you could have anyone on the show, who would you invite? <laughs> I just emailed Sadie Robinson. Yes! I love her. I've met her. Yeah. I would, you, oh, yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm, you I met her. live original thing. Yeah, I also saw her in uh, Tennessee as well, in Nashville. Okay. She's I'm amazing. I'm to figure out her, what she does, because she's kind of all over the place. Well, she's a she's a jack of all trades. She really is. Yeah. She's a writer, speaker, model. She's, <laughs> you know? I know. got a lot of stuff. Yeah. I know. I would love to have her, especially with this season three conversation. Jess Conley, I emailed her and may get her on the show, so that's someone like I would love to chat with. Do you know who she is? I have heard of her name, but I do not know who she is. is you she, would love her. Is she an author? Yeah. She wrote... Did she write Girl, Wash Your Face? No, she did not. Wild and Free. She co-wrote that with Haley. I can't remember Haley's name. I want Haley on here, too. And then Dance, Stand, Run, I posted about So, Jess just has, like, a really big heart for women. Just She's all about pairing women and, like, standing... I love the thing of, like, standing on holy ground and being able to preach truth to women. And so she's really good at that. So I'd love to have her. One thought that came to mind is I... Well, it's kind of like where I'm at, where I'm visiting Prague and I don't get to see my teacher that I student taught with, kind of like my guardian angel when I was there. I would love to have her on the podcast because mm-hmm. she's like the best person I've ever met. That's kind of all I got right now. Oh, one more. I'm writing this book with one of my students called I Am Malala, and it's about this girl who was shot by the Taliban for fighting for girls' education in Pakistan, and she won the Nobel Peace Prize. I would love to have her. Oh, you do not even have to sell me on that one. I am all about Malala. I have photos of her in my office because I do. I've always loved her. I've read I am oh, Malala. What? I watched her just recently on David Letterman. I will never forget um in in high school when that happened. Like I just really? it was that impactful for me. Mhm. Really? Wow. Girls' education and education in general internationally uh-huh. is a key part of my heart. It's cool to see, like, celebrating women, being a part of, like, encouraging women, and then education kind of coming hand in hand in her story. Yeah. You know, she's never been able to go back home. Like, she says that she would love to, but she's never, because of her safety, like, she's never been able to go back home. And that, to me, is, like, even though that environment is not, like, always the most healthy, like, I can't even imagine just being, like, ripped out of my home, you know, and not ever for my own safety being able to go back oh yeah yeah, she's just taken so much bad and created this huge movement that oh i just have so much respect for her i love her i'm so glad that you're reading that with your students it's so important yes it was it i don't i think she chose it herself i don't know if it was i think it was one of the options i don't know yeah i was not supposed to read it with her i was supposed to be working with another student and i'm getting to read with her and i'm like the best thing ever yeah so fun that's awesome. So you mentioned Prague earlier. Can you tell a yeah. little bit about your exciting summer plans? Yeah. Yes, I can. In 
two weeks, I will be um, flying out to Prague for three days and then Italy and Egypt. And I'm going to Italy and Egypt with a friend who is born and raised in Egypt. So that's going to be really fun to be with someone that knows the area, like the back of her hand, knows the language. That's another thing, reading the book Malala, like they're speaking in Arabic and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what this means. Yeah. <laughs> but if I could just be with my friend Jazzy, she could tell me everything. Yeah, so the Prague is that I student taught there almost three years ago. The fact that I get to go back is, like, honestly, I don't have words to express how thankful I am. I'm obviously very excited for Italy and Egypt as well, but the fact that I get to start my trip in Prague is, yeah, pretty incredible. That felt like it just came out of nowhere, though. Like, so visiting it? Yeah. Yeah, like, where did that come from? It kind of did. Like, this summer, I was going to, I want to say it was, like, February, January, February, I was trying to figure out, okay, like... Can I literally quit my job and just go travel for a few months? Can I do that? And looking at finances and different things and looking at applying for teaching jobs, it was like, nope, not a smart idea. You can just do weekend trips. You can do, I don't know, just trying to be able to take advantage of pretty much my singleness and being able to go and do things. And also, like, financially not having too much of burden, like student loans or anything. I mean, I have my car loan, but that's kind of <laughs> It really kind of just came out of my friend Jazzy was going, she's, she's going back to Egypt in a couple days. So she's flying back and then they're just taking a family trip to Italy. He just invited me. It was kind of a, it'd be stupid if I didn't go kind yeah. of thing. And what ended up happening is that I have my high school camp the week right before. And then, like I said, I got to tack on a few days in Prague where I get to do that by myself. And I'm a huge introvert. So being able to travel by myself and then be in Prague where like a huge part of my heart is and get to walk around a city that I, I lived there in the winter and now I get to go there in the summer. So I'm super stoked for that. It's super fun to be able to get to do that. So I tacked that on because I was like, if I'm going to be over there, I'm going back to Prague. Yes. Like I'm not gonna. <laughs> so yeah, it just, I don't know. It just kind of fell into my lap. I didn't tell anyone probably more because I wanted to make sure it was like set in stone. A lot of it came with a lot of shame too, because like a huge part of my heart is wanting to travel like four missions for ministry and like have it be I mean I want to teach internationally so like it's kind of this like catch-22 like I want to travel having this opportunity to travel but like has nothing to do with teaching has nothing to do with missions and so I really kind of shame myself for like spending a butt ton of money on flights and things for a trip where I'm just doing just for leisure and just for rest but looking at the last six months of my life in like friendships relationally like I need this time more than I realize and especially before hopefully before I started full-time teaching job like being able to have that time yeah I don't know I know what it like it looks like I have all my things together traveling to these three countries when really like I don't like I still paying off my credit card for the flights that I bought and I don't know if that makes sense but it totally makes sense I completely understand that mm-hmm. was part of the reason why yeah. I didn't want to share is because it was like I'm so excited but also I don't want it to come across as like I have all my things all my ducks in order oh you know what let that go just enjoy it yeah see that's the pressure i put on myself right so i have to just chill and freak out yeah just let that go don't let the enemy take any joy from traveling like that i mean it's gonna fill you up you know it will so yeah absolutely so the name of the show is still with you and so i usually end the show with question where is god still with you it's kind of a blank canvas question so where is god still with you stephanie um I love that question. I think it's more just, he's still, I don't know, it's like such a a beautifully vague question. That's why I love it. (laughs) Because everyone can interpret it differently. 
exactly. He's with me in the season that I'm in, but then still thinking about others of like he's still he's in the season that they're in as well. My continual thing is, and I think I mentioned this earlier, is like my deep rooted desire to get married, mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of bleeds into then like my friendships and relationships and like whether it's bitterness or jealousy or whatever and so the fact that he like is constantly reminding me I know a husband's not promised but I also feel like there's been a whole lot of my life the last few years past relationships that the Lord's like solidified this is something that I'm giving to you it's just like waiting on it in a way so just the fact that he's still with me and reminding me of that no I love that I think that's good I think that's good. I cannot tell you how excited I am for season three. How with launch day, I know how exciting that is. I just want to tell you, thank you so much for last year. Just felt like a kid on the first day of school, like asking, like, be like, can I just talk to you? I just want to see how my voice works, you know, to see. (laughs) And you like were so encouraging and letting me be a guest on your show and really just kind of instilled that confidence that you were, that you're talking about. You gave me like a piece of that. You know, from that, I've been able to really grow in my faith and also just in my friendships and getting to know people like through the podcast and really you just were kind of like that that extra push that I need I can't thank you enough for that and just your willingness like like I said earlier just to put yourself out there and even like the energy that it takes to do good good talks I mean like you said you were definitely like have a full schedule like looking at like teaching I know you're working at like a coffee shop now too and traveling like everything and so I definitely know that your sacrifice will be rewarded anyway yeah I wish nothing but the best and you know I've been I've been praying over you since day one and I still think that you would be perfect doing you know conferences and people just need like the more exposure you get I feel like the better wow thank you that means so much especially because I suck at taking encouragement and like receiving it so I'm just like trying to like soak it in you know oh please like you deserve much more than what I can offer you but it's so true so the fact that you are now like a guest on my podcast I feel like everything has come full circle and I just cannot be like any more thankful like total praise hands so oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it's a dream yeah, come girl, true I look up to you like yeah I look up to you so much like forever oh like sincerely so thank you so much for being on the show oh my gosh yes I like I said it's 12 times the honor of me asking someone being asked to be on it is like incredible so thank you yeah well I am anticipating season three I'm so excited I'm excited too I mean, is she not inspiring? Oh, I absolutely love her. And each time I walk away from a conversation with her, though we have never met in person, I am still always inspired. So please go and give her a follow on Instagram. You will not regret it. She is the real deal. And please go listen to Good Good Talks again. Season three is going to be launched this coming Friday. So not this Friday that you're hearing this episode, but next Friday, July 20th. I also encourage you, if you have time, go back and listen to season one and season two of good good talks again you will not regret hearing from stephanie and i'm just so glad that she was able to be on the show as always the music that you're hearing is from my awesome friend christy macing she's going to be on the show very soon you guys so stay tuned and you guys know the best way to stay up to date with the podcast is by subscribing episodes will automatically download right onto your phone you can also listen on spreaker or iHeartRadio if you're not an apple user totally friendly there i also just want to give a special shout out to my friend tiffany chin she was interviewed on episode two of the podcast so go and listen 
listen to that. But this week, she's getting ready to leave to go on a mission trip to Togo, Africa. So prayers up for her and all the amazing work that she is doing. That is about it, you guys. I'm so thankful that you're listening. As always, if you need anything or just want to say, hey, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I love making new friends and I genuinely am here for y'all. So you can message me on Instagram. I'm at Coley Browning and that's K-O-H-L-I-E and Browning like the rifle. Or you can go to my website. I'm doing some new things there and it's coleybrowning.com. All right, enjoy your weekend. I think I'm going to do some hot yoga tonight. I've never done it. I'm a little bit nervous to do it, but, you know, I got to be bold, be brave, and be me, and you be you, because he is still with you. (laughs) 